Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Welcome in Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by TickPick. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you some of our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering into a world of news and topics we find interesting. Here we go. What are you looking at me like that for? Well, you just did a read. Okay. And it yeah. was our second try because we literally spent the first 10 minutes before the show talking how you would leave a word out of the read and yeah. then you put it in. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, 33-27. We're going to go with the game against the Ravens first and then look ahead to Pittsburgh. But you and I had our thoughts with Heidi after the game, but you have I know you've watched some film since then. I know you've been watching some plays. I've watched you on your computer. I'm over here looking at... Um, quarterbacks and their uh, families and uh, <laughs> families, sure. families and certain members of their family sure, sure. and you're watching film so we're both uh, we're both caught up on things what have you seen from 33 27 against the Ravens in overtime that maybe you didn't think of right after the game when you did the podcast well I, I mean honestly I'm more worried about the Ravens than I am you know excited about the Raiders I, I think the, the Raiders did a lot of great things um the Ravens did a lot of bad things that are going to haunt them throughout the season, particularly on the offensive line. It was ugly. And if they don't get that fixed, um, if the if the Ravens can't run the ball effectively the way they want to, like they're in for a long season. But that's, that's the bigger concern. Uh, as far as the Raiders go, I think a lot of good things. I think in particular on the defensive side of the ball, you saw Gus Bradley's defense be put into place. And one of the, the hallmarks of the Gus Bradley defense is you've got to get pressure up front. That's the whole key to the defense. When his defense has not worked out well, it's because the four guys up front weren't able to generate a pass rush because for the most part, you don't blitz. And what you saw in that game was the front four was able to generate a rush on most downs, 54.5% pressure rate on Lamar Jackson on his dropbacks without actually sending anybody. So again, Really, really concerning about the Ravens offensive line, but you got to give credit to the Raiders defensive front as well. They did very well, especially Crosby and Ngakwe played incredibly well. Actually, the the interior of the defensive line, which I thought was going to be good, was a bit of a mess uh, in that game. So it kind of got bailed out a little bit by the ends, but good job by them uh, to, to be able to do that. And then you saw when you do blitz, they blitzed one time in the third quarter, they got there. Right. Uh, so, so, I mean, that worked out really well. And, and I think... If you want to, you know, take a really, really positive sign out of the game, it's the fact that the defense was able to do that to generate a rush without blitzing anybody. That's what they're going to have to do. And then you saw now the back seven can just make plays. And you saw, you know, Trevor Merrin made a couple of plays. Jonathan Abram was great. I think we knew this system was going to be better for Abram, and that and he pretty much up. stayed in the box. Yeah, that showed up for sure. He played linebacker. Yeah. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he was, they call him a, they call him a safety, but he's mostly a linebacker. He's a linebacker, and if you look at Pro Football Focus, they graded him as a linebacker. He's one, you know, he was actually one of the better linebackers this week. Uh, they don't even grade him as a safety because he's playing uh, in the box. So uh, Abram was impressive. Casey Hayward, I thought, was impressive. But the biggest part of the defense was when they had an opportunity to make plays at the end of the game, which is something they didn't do last year. Every time they had a chance to make a play, they didn't. And the other team was able to go right down and score. And they had to do it a couple times uh, on Monday. 
But they did. They made the plays. They Carl made the plays Nassif. that they had to. They forced turnovers. They made stops on on big plays. Um, they just played really well. And so I think you're encouraged if you're a Raiders fan by how the defense is able to play. The offense is a bit disjointed. I know the numbers look good at the end, but there wasn't that consistency that you wanted. They finally found a rhythm kind of in the well, second they, half. they played the first 15 minutes like, I don't know, none of them had played in any of the yeah, three preseason exactly. games. And none exactly. of them did play in the three preseason games. So I, I think you're 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 happy with how the offense kind of evolved. You're, you're really thrilled with how the defense played overall. Um, definitely happy with how Derek Carr found himself a little bit after this low start. Uh, but you come out, I think, concerned about the same things you were concerned about before, that being the offensive line. And they played okay in spots. Uh, they played poorly for the most part. Um, you had Alex Leatherwood, I thought, struggled big time, but well, it's his first game. Well, speaking of pro football focus, yeah. uh, Alex Leatherwood, the last ranked tackle in pro Alex football Leatherwood focus. is the lowest ranked tackle yeah. in all of professional football after week one. Andre James is the lowest-ranked center in all That's of professional worrisome. football after week one. Richie Incognito did not play. We don't <laughs> no. think he'll play this week because in the media room today, and we're going to get to this uh, young man, Jermaine Lamalur. Luminor. Luminor. It's not Lamalur? No. I said that on the radio First this morning, all, and someone was very impressed because I said it so fast it sounded like it was right, but I knew it was wrong right sure, when I said it. Sure, but you're starting his name... So we're just going to ignore that there's an E. You're going to start with an L. So the E is silent. Okay. Uh, there's also an, another L that you're throwing in out of nowhere. Lamalure? <laughs> like, like, I don't know where that second L is coming from. Well, didn't you say that he's <laughs> just uh, inventing that, that he, it. The, what's, the, uh, what's the character in um, the, the Disney I show? I think it's Luminaire. Luminaire is in um, Beauty and the Beast. He's a candle. I think so. I don't know how to say that it's either. It's funnier than a candle. We're going to get to him. It's hilarious. He's going to play this week, uh, we think, because I don't think they'd bring him in the meter room if he wasn't. And he actually played really well. I, th I think you look – and Colt Miller – uh, left Old tackle. Let's, let's not forget him. He was, he was incredible at left yeah. tackle. Um, Illuminor stepped in well. Uh, he played he played really well, and that was important because you know the right side was a mess well, uh, for the most part. And they lose Denzel Good to the for the knee uh, injury for the whole season. Yeah, they lose um, Jerry McCoy on the other side knee injury for the whole season. They're getting hurt a lot of places. You know, we don't know about Unique uh, Ngakwe this week. Uh, other Kwiatkowski uh, they thought had a concussion. Um, how thin is this kind of potential depth to where it could be a problem against Pittsburgh? Yeah, we'll see. As, as we're talking Thursday, we don't know the, the details yet. We know Josh Jacobs hasn't practiced yet. Um, he he said he was going to take practices off, though. So, really, I think this is going to be – Raider finishing used to every Friday checking that injury report and seeing if Josh Jacobs is going to play or not because I imagine he's going to sit out a lot of Wednesday, Thursdays right. uh, throughout the year. So, Friday will be the day always for Josh Jacobs. Uh, the rest of the team, I mean, there's 18 players now on the on the injured list for this week. A lot of more full participants. You'd expect them to go. But I think there's, you know, obviously the guys that have gone on IR already are out. I think there are serious questions about Unique Ngakwe, uh, Darius Phylon, who actually played okay at times uh, in the game the other night. Uh, he went down at the beginning of practice on Thursday. That's today as we're speaking. Uh, he was limited. We don't know the status yet. We don't know how severe that was because... You know, he he went down in that little fifteen minute stretch where we're out there, but we don't know if he if he did anything after that or if he if they were took took him off the field or how that worked out. So, uh, Darius Phylon definitely somebody to monitor uh, going to the weekend. Nassib's banged up. A lot of guys are banged up, but there, it's an eighteen man injury report. Like I said, only a couple guys uh, have been you know, really impacted this week. They're mostly trying to fight through it on the field. But Ngakwe, I think, is one to definitely monitor as well. He's gotten in limited practice. He had his leg was very heavily taped up. But I know there was, you know, some concern from John Gruden earlier this week of where Ngakwe would be in terms of getting ready. 
uh, for the weekend, and, and I think we'll we'll get a little bit more clarity on that Friday as well. Well, they're headed to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Uh, we talked to a lot of players this weekend, coaches, about Ben Roethlisberger. They're going to go from defending Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, one of the fastest, most athletic guys in the league, to Ben Roethlisberger, not one of the fastest, most athletic guys in the one league. One of the least. But he's first ballot Hall of Famer. He does things. He extends plays in different ways than Lamar does. Derek Carr had some interesting uh, uh, comments, the quarterback for the Raiders, on Ben Roethlisberger yesterday. We'll hear them now. Here's Derek Carr. Ben is an unbelievable extending plays. You know, he, um, I don't know if he'd win in a foot race with the guy that we played with this last week, um, but, uh, but Ben is uh, someone I've admired from afar forever. I mean, he's a great talent. I was able to um, be at one Pro Bowl with him, so I got to ask him a lot of questions, just kind of listen and learn. You know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, and who wouldn't take the opportunity to try and learn from that guy? And so I, I just sat there and I listened and how he talked to his team and the players that he had there with him and communicated with his coaches that were there. They had their staff, so it was kind of nice to see that too. Um, but he's he's unbelievable extending plays in the pocket. Um, you know, you can extend plays out of the pocket. You can also do it inside the pocket. You know, and he's un unbelievable at that. He's crazy at, uh, accurate. Um, he's not afraid to take chances. Uh, you've seen that throughout his whole career. And, you know, he's gotten a couple rings out of it. You know, he's he's one of the best quarterbacks um, in our game still. You know, that's one thing, too, is, you know, uh, in the offseason here, you know, is he done and all the I'm like, I watched the film. This guy, I hope he's not, you know, hope he's not done. You know, I mean, the guy is unbelievable. He's playing at a high level. So, um, you, our guys, they'll be ready, but I hope they're ready because he's, he's one of the best to do it. All right, we're back. Uh, Ed Graney and Adam Hill and uh, uh, Ninja over here. Heidi Heidi Fang's doing the producing. Um, what did you think about that? And Derek Carr said it. He's an incredible player. Extends ball, extends uh, plays with his feet. Great eyes. Very accurate. Kind of describes how he is. But go back to the original thought of this is a different player that they're going to have to defend this week. And if they are weak at, in terms of Russians, if Ngakwe can't go, or if Clee Farrell's back in the lineup and he's not playing to the expectation they want him to, like how much of an issue can Big Ben be? Because while the offensive line in Pittsburgh outplayed that of the line in Buffalo last week, there's still some issues with the offensive line in Pittsburgh. So how much havoc do you think the Raiders, if they're depleted, can cause the Big Ben? There's there's definitely questions, and, and certainly it'll be very beneficial uh, to the Raiders to have uh, to have their full complement of defensive ends. Uh, if uh, you know, if Ngakwe is able to be out there, that'll be helpful uh, for the Raiders for sure. Uh, but they they are going to have to approach it differently. You're going to have to uh, go after Roethlisberger differently than they went after Jackson for sure. Uh, I, I'm I'm fascinated to find out. You mentioned the offensive line has been much maligned over the offseason. They held up fairly well at times against Buffalo. They, they weren't great. Um, they were okay. And they weren't able to run the ball a whole lot, but a lot of that was game script as well. They fell behind, didn't run it as much as they might want to. Uh, but the Roethlisberger dilemma um, is, is interesting. He's clear, he clearly has you know, depleted arm strength. He's just you know more than a year off of that, uh, that elbow reconstruction. So last year, I think a lot of it had to do with, with where the arm was. The first half against Buffalo, he looked like he didn't belong on an NFL football field. Second half, he was a little bit better. He found his he found his guys better, and I think one of the things he really did was start allowing them to try to make plays. He has good receivers. A guy like Claypool, you just kind of throw it up, even if he's covered, and Roethlisberger did that and let him go make some plays, and Juju obviously is a playmaker as well. So there was a lot of that. Uh but the the real key to Pittsburgh's offense is is the play calling. And last year was atrocious. Uh, they basically just dropped him back all the time and didn't try to do anything else. Uh, the NFL now is a play-action league. You have to run play-action. You have to run it 
consistently. You have to, you know, make teams buy into the fact that you might not just drop back every time and throw it. Uh, it freezes linebackers. It gives you so much more room to operate over the middle in particular. You've got to run play action. And Pittsburgh just didn't do it last year. And they, you've got to run motion uh, to, you know, to take the defense out of their base and what they want to do. Pittsburgh didn't run a, a lot of motion last year. They are a completely different looking offense right now. So that's more difficult to prepare for because you have to look at their wide film. receiver room might give the Raiders a lot of trouble. They should. I mean, they should give the the Raiders, if they can get the ball downfield. I mean, right. they struggle to right. get the ball downfield. So that that's a that's a question. Um the the up front, the guys up front are gonna have to get to Ben so that the defense doesn't have to cover at the back end as long as you might think. So it's going to be key. But I think what Pittsburgh does with their offense is, is much more impressive this year than it was last year. And again, it's one game. So we'll see. But it, they showed it in the preseason as well uh, in terms of more motion, more play action. And, and if for Pittsburgh's sake, uh, you would hope they stick with that and are a better offense this year. But um, we'll see. It's, it's definitely something for the Raiders defense to think about. You're not watching the team from last year. You're watching the team from week one. We also asked defensive coordinator Gus Bradley today about defending Lamar Jackson last week compared to Big Ben this week. This is what Bradley had to say. Yeah, it's just a completely different offense that we're facing. I mean, a very explosive, um, you know, different style of quarterback, strong, um, you know, it can extend plays, like you said, by stepping up in the pocket. Um, you know, you have to have a plan on him as far as pressure, just like we had last week. So he's just very accurate, does a great job with his quarterback, with his eyes, you know, so it's a whole new set of challenges with him. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to to check it out, visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. All right, let's get the predictions. Uh, I actually picked the Raiders last week. You made fun of me. Um, I had the score a little wrong. I think the score is like 23-18. It ended up being like 33-27. I, I, I would, uh, I mean, good good for the Raiders and fans and good for yes. Daniel Carlson. Good but for me. Uh, no, I, I was going to say I had my prediction was 27-24 Ravens and it was 27-24. Uh, coming back to this. It was they didn't win the game. 25. They didn't win the game. It was 27-24. The Raiders made a 55-yard field goal and they got the ball with 37 seconds. I would have had it exactly right. Get it, win, picking the winner is not anywhere close to as hard as picking the exact score. Well, obviously. I mean, I we're also doing score. this stuff with the paper, the props. I'm two and three. I'm, I'm only leading Vinny. What does that mean? Benny Bonsignor, he's out there talking again. He's on the phone, this guy, 24 hours a day. Maybe he's trying to get help with his props. Well, I need help with my props. Sam Gordon's 5-0. and Heidi went 4-1. and What'd you go in the props? 4-1. 4-1, 2-3 and here. Boy, if I lose to Vin, it's not going to be good. <laughs> you guys what should, have, I, you I should have a loser leaves town bet. Oh, <laughs> resigning on the spot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pittsburgh, 27 
Raiders 21. I'm going to go oof, Pittsburgh 31-23. Oh, okay. All right. So we both think a comfortable win for Big Ben. Sure. Big Ben's huge in season openers. I don't know how the stats in front of me, but that kid's awesome in, in, in home openers. So, excuse me, home openers uh, each season. He's amazing. One year, you, I think he might have broken you, his wrist. That to, wasn't you, a good you, year. Should it be me looking up the stats before the podcast? It should, well, it should be, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good reporter's thing to actually look up things I'm writing about. Um, so there you go. We're both going with Pittsburgh. All right, let's get to it real quick. Uh, well, two things I want to talk about today. On my show this morning on ESPN Radio, someone mentioned Enya. I did not know if that was a person or, or a band, and I got made fun of. Believe the band. Okay, the band in you. That's Darren Millard. I have no idea. Darren Millard. Oh, you I don't, don't know. know? No. This is this is something from like the 70s, I think. The band or the, the is Enya a person? I don't have no idea. I think it's a band. I don't know. I don't Robbie know. from Fox Five is behind you saying yes, yes, the Enya. I Enya's thought it was. Heidi, I'm finding yes out or now. No, you know I'm Enya using is? Google. It's a it's a person. It's a person. Okay. Yeah. A singer. A singer. All right. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, Wait, number, hold on. Male or female? I'll say female. Okay. Yeah. She's 60, by the way. <laughs> so, way to be hip with the Enya reference. It was, that wasn't my reference. It was Darren Millard from the VGK Insider Show. He mentioned Enya. We were talking about who are the nicest media members in town. I said Case Kiefer. Case Kiefer denied it. And then Darren Millard said, no, it's Ben Goetz of the Review Journal. He says, every time Ben asks a question, he thinks of Enya. Darren Millard does. Which I don't really know what that means because she's a six-year-old uh, woman who sings songs. So I don't know. But he said Ben just was like happy. Yeah, he's he was happy. just happy. Had Ben so like very Enya happy is, to be, answer, might be able like to happy. answer a question. He always he always says like, "Hey Pete," to Pete DeBoer. "Hey Pete, what do you think Hi, about?" Pete. And Pete's and by the way, Ben, how does he always get the first question? Because he's the nicest guy in the room. He's got to be. Also, is Ben is Ben for real? Like, uh, is, he is, goes he, home and he's just angry, you know, hitting walls and stuff. I can't see that. I can't see that. He's so happy. He's, he's Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashers. He sits on his couch and yells at his mom for meatloaf that's when he goes home to Minnesota. That's only when he goes home. But when he goes home to Minnesota. He's genuinely just nice and happy. It makes me yeah, uncomfortable. He's always nice. Uh, he's engaged now. That so kid. wait, in this, he is. Uh, in this scenario of discussing the nicest media people, I didn't come up? No, dude. Come <laughs> on. You weren't even in the you weren't even in the same stadium as most people. Are you kidding me? Surly, sarcastic, <laughs> negative Adam. You weren't even in the near near Millard said I was a nice person, but I had an edge. Mm. I said, I the wife doesn't know about any kind of edge I have. <laughs> Been married so long. What, what's an edge? Don't, don't even know. know what that means. I said I don't think Ben is has it the U two drummer, the edge? What are we talking about? Here? I don't think Ben has an edge at all. No, he doesn't have an edge. He's buttoned down Minnesota kid. It's weird. Who's it's your nicest media member? I voted. I voted Robbie. Robbie's here. I voted for oh, him. Oh, that is. We did vote for Rob. Robbie's yeah. here from Fox Five. But case, case is up. Case there, is nice. I'll tell you this. Case has an edge. Was that? I played basketball with the guy. Case is oh, one really? of my best friends. Just uh, so case supposedly he's nice, but then he gets on the court and he's kind of a uh, yeah. Mean he's guy a. There's there was a guy that was picking on him for a long time, and he was he never fought back, and then he got in basketball. The guy tried to take a charge. Case ran him over. Really stood over him and said. Don't you ever open your mouth about me again. Case Kiefer? Yes. Are you serious? Don't open your mouth about me yeah. again? Yeah. Case on the court is a different guy. Didn't you tell me Case was like some <laughs> high school football star? He was. He's a very good high school football player. He was player, like a sir. tackle or something. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, like, it's, uh, Robbie, like your guy, Robbie's a nicest guy. Like your guy here. Case. Who's your guy in the Raiders that, that's uh, filling in this week at guard? Joe Lamanor. <laughs> Close. Jermaine Illuminor. Okay. I will have to say, like I said before, 
I said his name so fast on the radio this morning because I didn't know how to say it, but they said, yeah, it sounded right. Joe if you sound, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> If you sound like that, like you know what you're talking about, some people actually yeah. believe you. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good trick. It's a good broadcaster. <laughs> Vinny Bonsignor in the background, the beat writer screaming yeah. things. <laughs> uh, well, he knows he's got a, a trickier name, so he knows if people say it. If people say it fast, it, sound, it just sounds right. <laughs> what did you take most out of the great uh, – I hope they bring this kid in every week. Well – I guess if Richie Incognito comes back, it won't happen. But they, if they bring this kid into the uh, um, Which kid? media room, Lamalure, he uh, <laughs> he was from England, sure. got to the states around fourteen to play football, went to Florida State. Um, it's one of those guys like you can't, you know. I I really wanted to write a feature about him, and I know uh, you know we will have one at some point. I just it's one of those things you can't really tell. You need more you need more space than like a feature in a, in a yes. newspaper. Yes, to tell the story of a kid who up till you know fourteen years old. Didn't really know anything about the U.S., lived in England, played rugby, saw a football game on TV and said, I want to do that. Got his family to move to the U.S. so he could play right. football. Jersey. And then realized. you of all places in the U.S. No offense. But That's where you also, ended up? Well, it's, it's, it's like the first place. They probably got a boat. It's the first place you come to. It's like the oh, Mayflower, yeah, just going south. 1800s, the kids on a boat yes. in Jersey? Come it's on. The first, it's the, well, uh, I think I bet you, I would bet the most flights from England go to Newark. That's probably where they have the yes, most flights. They, I, I would guess that's true. So too. you just go there. Like, all right, where are we going? And you just they show up and say, can I play high but school But the best football? is he like, I want to play. The, he saw a football game and said, I want to play football. Gets here and he, and he realizes like he doesn't know how. He sucks. Said he sucked. Said he sucked. So, Said he sucked in junior college. This guy went from sucking to like being a pro real quick. Yeah, couldn't get an offer. Went to junior college. Then uh, ended up playing at FSU and, and playing at a very high level. And now he's uh, spent a couple of years, five different teams in the NFL. He's kind of bounced around a little bit and got that great experience. He said Monday was the best experience he's had uh, in the NFL, being a part of it. Awesome kid. Uh, but like to me, the most shocking thing is you move from England end up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, playing junior college and didn't know about The Office. Didn't know about the show. So he said he has, like during the pandemic, he discovered it. He's watched it three times all the way through. He's like Ninja over here. Ninja, yeah, Ninja uh, Fang yeah. over here. She watched The uh, Office throughout the whole pandemic. I, I watch it before the pandemic, during, after. I watch, I watch it all the time anyway. Uh, it's a tremendous show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just a fascinating story. Just a really engaging... He was great. Um, you he can great. you can you can just tell when you know when guys are really engaged and into. You know what? Who he reminded me of? <laughs> I I don't have the accent until I turn it on. The Irish accent. Well, that's fake. Like back in the. It's a fake accent. Okay. Yeah. Jermaine's accent is real. It just doesn't yeah, come he's out. Been all in the, the states time. a long time. I think he's. I think he's turning it on for the media. He's been around forever. You, the guy went to Jersey at fourteen. You think right now he's still got the British accent from Jersey and Scranton, Pennsylvania? I do. Well, first of all, it's England English accent way better than a Jersey accent. Uh, but no, you could tell like when he when he got into like a really long answer, it would start coming out. It comes out to me too. No, yours is fake. No, his is real. There's it a just few comes words. Out. There's a few words I continue to say in an Irish brogue because my mother, God rest her soul. Instead of rather, I, if you ever hear me say the word, I always say rather. That's just the one word. But the rest of it's completely made up I think and I fake. Just, I think uh, I just got the follow the from your guy on Twitter. I got a follow? I did. From who? From your guy. Trump? No, how do you say his name? Lamalur? Yeah. Yes. Uh, good for you. I followed him too. I got to see if he follows. If not, it's, I'm going to be mad at Joe. 
Imagine Joe be uh, playing in Pittsburgh this week, and uh, his next name's week, not Joe. Well, Jermaine, you're confusing. He's, he's going to be playing in Pittsburgh this week. It doesn't look like Incognito's back. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll tell you everything that happened with the Steelers and the Raiders. Raiders going to be two and zero. Adam and I are both picking against that, so I'm sure everyone listening who are Raider fans will like this also, podcast. Also, everybody out there, as much as usual, tweet Darren Millard from the Golden yes. Knights if you don't follow, and tell him to include me in the nice rankings next time. Enya, Enya's on deck. That's going to do it for our I latest. Take, I took a shot at Darren on Twitter yesterday. Maybe what you say? Why. Well, him and his, him and his co-host put out a tweet about. Oh yeah, who wants to meet us? Who, who would you most Jeez, like to meet in real life? <laughs> the ego is out of control. But I retweeted and I said. Well, if I've met all of you, can I vote that I wish I had never met Darren? That's actually very good. Yeah. I saw that tweet. Who do you want to meet from the show? Come on. None. None. You're just, you're, you're, we already know you. Oh, can I also, before we go, also shout out uh, uh, the group uh, that was tailgating uh, on Monday. Uh, when I walked by, definitely uh, had, had a conversation with them. Awesome people, great people. Wish I could have stayed longer. It's not Cassie Soto's family. No, they were near them though. Next, the next uh, group. Who are they? Do you have uh, their names? No, there's a lot of them. I don't want to, you know. You're shouting they, out to someone we can't well, even think of. I'm just I'm, don't know who they are because I, okay. I had a conversation with them. They really, really, really enjoyed me getting duped by the fake AJ Green. Oh, okay. So they liked that they, story. They loved it, and okay. they wanted to talk about it. So I was, I was very, very awesome to uh, to meet people that actually listen and pay attention, and uh, that was cool. You're a great man to meet. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Stations Casino, STN Sports, and presented by TickPick. Remember, now there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. You can also check out Vegas Nation Game Day while we preview the game against the Steelers. Find all of that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Heidi Fang Ninja, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. We'll talk to you next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.